0: Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. I was just listening to Birdie keeping your head up. That used to be my go-to song back in the day when I was going through struggle town and needed a little bit of a hype up. So, if that's you right now, go live, bird, go, go live, go give Birdie keeping your head up and listen for today. But, 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 let's get into the juice of this podcast episode today. This is going to be a real short, quick one. And what inspired this podcast episode was because I was getting so many questions, especially from my clients, directly about how can i encourage my man to be more masculine like he's just not being manly enough and i just need him to start like making the plans making the decisions basically creating a purpose and some direction because he's really getting on my nerves at the moment and so i want to share with you a couple of tips on how to attract your man to be in his masculine. So one thing you will hear me say quite often on this podcast episode is that I don't believe that in a relationship, your partner has to be doing the work. Yes, it's going to make a huge impact if he does decide to to do the work himself. But on the other side of that, I really believe that your partner doesn't have to be doing the work for this polarity and for this shift to actually happen. I believe that we can be the encouragement and be the inspiration to bring back the sexual clarity because most of the time and what I've found is that people who are having these problems in their relationships and in their intimate relationships is that the women themselves are actually carrying around a masculine shield. So to our surprise or to your surprise, it's actually us that is always the problem. Now, I'm not saying your partner is perfect and he doesn't have any problems and that they aren't playing a role in this as well, because of course they are, but nothing ever gets resolved or healed if we just shame, blame and redirect the problem to somebody else. We need to take self-responsibility and first, before we go and make the assumptions that things are completely fucked. First, actually attend to ourselves and look in the mirror because the first thing to notice is that your relationship, especially your intimate relationship, actually only your intimate relationship, is always going to be your divine mirror. And so it is the portal in helping you see where you are not or are yet to discover or heal or journey those parts of yourself. So if you've got a massive problem with your partner and he just doesn't feel like he's emotionally available and that is really loud in your relationship, the first question to ask yourself is, where am I still not being emotionally available? Like, am I actually speaking my whole truth and communicating my needs to my partner and expressing my emotions and processing my emotions? Like, am I, if I was to take radical self-responsibility of, this moment right here in this experience as my own like am I being that person for myself because you're obviously asking this thing from your partner but before you can ask and question your partner first we need to look at what is this mirroring back to us and then once we've done our work and the problem maybe is still showing up then we can open up to the conversation about it but let me tell you <laughs> Without a doubt, in my experience, my own personal experience, and with my clients, once we have gone to us first and attended to us and taken self-responsibility, the problem has resolved itself. Or what they notice is that when they become so embodied in their feminine and they notice who the fuck they actually are and they heal their wounds, they sometimes notice that they've been in a really narcissistic relationship. Or they notice they've been in a relationship where um, it was like the passion and the play was created by a trauma bond and there was just no good intentions behind the relationship at all or before they know it, their relationship falls completely out of alignment with where they are at spiritually, mentally and physically. So they end up breaking up with their partner and that's totally okay because even that in itself is meant to happen. If you've gone and done this healing, Breaking up with your partner or staying with your partner, whichever way it goes, it is meant to happen that way. And like, thank fuck, you probably broke up with your partner or you stayed with your partner if you were deciding to leave after you've done the healing because that is exactly what was meant to happen. I hope you are hearing me on this because that is exactly what is meant to happen. Um, because why would you want to be just completely blindsided and in a relationship where you don't really know what's going on? You blame yourself for freaking everything and you think you're thinking, going crazy, right? I would rather do my healing, take the glasses off of whatever I'm wearing that is blocking me from seeing the actual truth of the relationship and then go, oh my gosh, I feel so empowered, empowered and powerful enough and feel like I can trust myself enough to actually step away from this relationship. And it is those moments that make me feel so excited for women because sometimes, and you'd be really, actually you probably wouldn't be surprised just how many relationships are together for the wrong reasons. And yeah, it's just not helping anyone. So let's get into how you can actually attract your man to be in his masculine. First point, do not force him. Don't force him to do all these things or make all these plans or tell him man up or be more masculine because all that is doing is shaming him. And when you are shaming him, you're actually going to demasculate him and put him in a really shitty situation. Or if he ain't gonna back down into like some kind of submissive way, then he will pipe up and you guys will just end up in this massive argument. And so, really, you're just not helping the relationship at all if you are forcing him into doing anything anything the man wants to lead the masculine wants to lead and the feminine wants to be led now you're probably sitting there like but fuck he ain't leading me so I feel like I always have to lead but then I would ask you stop leading and then see what happens and we need to give space and time for this shift to happen because if this has been going on for a long time your other half will not know what hit them. They'll they'll almost feel like they're under a test when you stop doing things a certain way that you've always done them, which is push and force him into doing all this stuff and trying to heal himself and blah, 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 which is actually what I used to do with Rev, just FYI. And then I stopped, I stopped. And then it's interesting how it works because it's like he started gaining curiosity in what was happening within me because energetically to him, I changed. And my body was speaking a different way to his body. It's like we didn't even need to say words. Energetics were speaking for us. And this is what I explain to my clients all the time is that sometimes you could have a conversation with somebody and not take in a word that they say because their energy is saying a completely different thing and it doesn't match up to what they're saying. And so you just completely ignore the words and then you trust their energy or vice versa which is why I really believe that healing of feminine and masculine energy is so important. So then you can build just as much respect for your intuition as much as your logic. Anyways, back to the point. So yeah, I guess the way that you can resolve this is right. If he's not doing the work, if he isn't stepping into his masculine and he isn't paying attention to all of this beautiful education that can help him actually be free from his burdens and be in his absolute bliss of freedom, then you just need to, Hold on tight and well actually, don't hold on, let go of what's happening. and be the example. Be the example. Do the work on you. Do the work yourself. Go out and be happy and be in your joy. That is exactly what I did and it took four weeks, just four weeks, in the space of how long maybe it would have taken me of my like ongoing nagging towards rabbit, four weeks. For him to start stepping into his masculine more and start to wake up and get almost like curious about, oh, what is happening here? Or, oh, I need to look at myself because Nicole is starting to speak differently, hold herself differently and respond to me differently. Like she ain't taking any of my fucking bullshit anymore. And you don't need to say anything to him to make him understand what is happening. He will know. He will know. And if he doesn't notice and if he stays in his ways then again, this is where we come back around and ask the serious questions. Is this relationship actually for you? Number two, praise the fuck out of him. Now, if you are holding up a masculine shield and you have a lot of trauma around men, women might find this really difficult to do because they feel resistance to praising the man because they're like, oh, he doesn't deserve it. Why should I praise him? He's been a fucking asshole, blah, 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 blah. Men, 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 men. Men suck, men are lazy, men don't care, men need to be manly, more manly, all this kind of stuff. And I get it, I used to be there. I used to fucking hate men, like hate men so much that I just desired one of them to love me because it seemed like all of them were totally fucked up. And I. it's so interesting how it happened, right? Like I had to go through the process of healing my wounds around men in order for me to be able to come to this place where I could praise my man from a place of love instead of, oh, I'm just doing this because I have to do this so then he will get more into his masculine. Because again, energy speaks louder than words. And if you have this massive, irritational niggle at the back of your mind and in your body as you're trying to praise him in order to get something from him, they will feel that. And that isn't you being in your joy and being in love, which is what the masculine really does wanna feel from the, from the feminine is love. Just wants to feel her life force and her happiness and her joy. And he wants to go and fucking dive into that shit. But because most women are holding up a masculine shield, they often don't feel that. And then we find ourselves like completely battling with our partners. So yeah, that is point number two. I really recommend that you just praise him. So this might look like, let's say they do, <laughs> I was actually thinking of this example for a reel today um, because sometimes Rev will, let's say, do the washing or put some clothes together for me. And I'm like, it's really, it's a really nice gesture, but you know when they just don't do it the way that you want it done and it's like, I could do this better. And like in the back of my head, I know that I could do it better. And it took me a while to just be like, oh, thanks, babe. And like actually really mean it and see it from a place of love instead of being like, why would you even bother doing that? Like I could have done it so much better. So instead of being like, I could have done this so much better. What the heck are you doing? You can actually say to your partner, oh my God, I love that you do this. Oh, you made me feel so good. I really love it when you do this. So instead of like telling him all of the things that he does wrong, you actually want to be telling him all of the things that he is doing right, all of the things that you love that he is doing because the masculine fears failure the most. And wherever he feels failure is happening and he just has tried and tried and tried and just nothing is changing, he's going to quickly look at the things that are going right in his life and he's going to make an extra effort in excelling in them. Okay, they will avoid the responsibility of failing in things and they will go and go, Okay, well, over here, I'm getting praise over here with my work and I'm making accomplishments and I'm helping people and I'm doing this and doing that and everybody else loves me for this. So they are going to not I don't want to say distract themselves, but they're very good at remaining focused on one thing and forgetting about the problem that may have just happened two moments ago. So they'll be like, okay, I'm going to go focus over here on all the things that I'm doing great at instead of listening to you nag. And what you're doing when you actually end up praising your man is you're giving them some indication and something to work with to go, oh my gosh, I'm really good at that. I want to be better at that. You know, and they'll keep doing those things that they're doing right because they don't want to fail. So let this land for you. Your man slash woman, if you are in same-sex relationship, wants to please you, wants to do right by you. Remember that. But you need to give them the encouragement and the praise and the love and the joy and the happiness truthfully from your heart so then they have something to work off. And that is exactly what's going to help you flourish and that is exactly what is going to help him come into his masculine more so for example think of all the masculine things that you would love your partner to do when he does it or when you create the space for him to actually do it for you or do it for himself praise him for it really praise him for it the other thing that i recommend you do is be in your joy so if something doesn't make you happy stop doing it period if something is frustrating you Go and feel your emotions, go and do what you need to do, go and speak to whoever you need to go speak to and then come back and be in your joy. The most potent, incredible thing you can actually do in your relationship um, whilst you are being embodied in your feminine energy is being in your joy and being in your bliss because he loves that, he wants to be around that, he wants to be in that energy because that is exactly what helps him feel alive. Now, if you have a pretty conscious partner which isn't the general population, then he will probably make the effort to hold space with you in your emotions. But here's the thing, your partner doesn't have to be conscious or spiritual in order for this to be a reality for you as well. If you continue to speak from your center and your heart, instead of being this chaotic, like needy girl, but instead expressing your emotions from this grounded, discerning place within the feminine, He will respond the way that you deeply, deeply desire. And there is a big difference. And this is exactly what I teach to my clients. And then the other thing you want to do, if it isn't already clear, is let go of your masculine shield and be in your feminine. One of two things will happen if you are carrying around your masculine shield in the presence of your intimate partner whilst you are trying to, let's say, get along create sexual clarity so one of two things will happen first thing if you're in your masculine he will go into his feminine and then that annoys a lot of women I know the other thing that can happen is he doesn't go into his feminine in fact he remains in his masculine he hypes up he goes more into his masculine defense and before you know it, you got two buddies clashing heads you've got two people who are having sex with each other and just feel like they're rubbing genitals like there is no passion there is no love there is no opening to life in the experience with your intimate partner so it is so important for you to create a somatic reference point on what it feels like to be in your feminine create safety around going into your feminine and also looking at your relationship with the masculine so then you can give him the space and the willingness and the love and the trust to actually hold you, to actually be the man, the masculine for you. And lucky last, this is my last little recommendation, is I would ask yourself, what is your relationship with your own masculine and feminine? Because remember, your intimate partner is your reciprocal and your divine mirror. Which means that if you are in your masculine, you will attract your man into his feminine. And they will be your divine mirror. So whatever relationship you have with the feminine or the masculine within yourself, because we carry both, that will become very loud and very noisy when you look at them that will become a mirror to you a really loud mirror that is intense and noisy screaming back to you saying hey this is exactly what you do too and it can be a real hard pill to swallow so if you i guess this is if you're more more serious about going down the route of feminine and masculine energies and understanding it and healing it and going through whatever you want to do to integrate them is actually looking at your relationship with your own masculine and feminine. Not his, not your friends, not your mum's, but your own masculine and feminine because that is really all that matters. And I'm a big believer in law of attraction um, and will continue to manifest whatever we're allowing. So if you're allowing yourself to be a certain way, you're going to only attract others to be that way into your life and all this kind of stuff, right? So it just makes sense for you to go in, do your stuff, And allow your reality to change around you by you going within yourself first. It will be a byproduct that organically happens the moment you start to internally shift your compass and heal yourself within, your reality around you will start to change. Your relationships will start to heal and start to flourish the more that you attend to yourself to heal and nourish yourself. I have so many... Stories of evidence around this, and I think I should do a podcast episode on this around all of the crazy, amazing things that have happened the moment I've actually worked through something really potent. Um, So let me know if you want to hear a couple of those stories, and I'll be sure to schedule that podcast episode in. Oh my god, and you know what's so funny? I've just noticed for some reason my actual microphone hasn't been connected this entire time and so this recording has sounded not so good but i hope that you guys still took a lot away from this and if you did love this i would really appreciate it if you did share this on your socials so then your friends and your family and whoever else can actually get this information to them as well because you never know who you could be helping simply by sharing what you're inspired by And if you haven't yet, also go and give me a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're yet to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Nicole Lillian, N-I-C-O-L-E-L-I-L-L-I-L-Y-A-N. Yep, that's the one. It should be here in the podcast episode anyway, so you shouldn't get that wrong. But yeah, guys, I've got a couple of super exciting like podcast ideas lined up for you. So definitely stay tuned. You know, I'm somebody who is always filling a podcast episode. And I also have lined up some super exciting guests to come onto the podcast. And I'm just really excited for you guys to be receiving that really soon within the next four weeks. So buckle in and make sure you're following this podcast And also, Central Summer Series has been launched. If you want to know a little bit more information about this, definitely head over to my Instagram. To give you the download, this is a three-part series. They are three face-to-face events, woman gatherings, and it doesn't matter if you can't come to all three. You can just come to one and, you know, have the opening and have the close and feel really content. So they are all different they're all going to be different we're going to do different things at them but the pull that made me create this was summer's coming of course it's a fucking vibe and also because I feel like a lot of us women have been shutting our bodies down to our sexuality and our sensuality and so it just made sense to create something called essential summers that helps women come back into their sensuality feel safe in their sexuality and of course, just claim that little bit of sexy back. You know what I'm saying? So if that's definitely something you want to do, then I recommend reaching out to me directly so you can secure in a spot for one of the dates. The upcoming gathering is on the 22nd of August. And at the moment, I need to check numbers, but I'm pretty sure there's only a few spots left. So it's up to you. If you want to get all three gatherings at once, you get to save a little bit of mornings. And otherwise, you can just pay as you go. Completely up to you, babe. So yeah, I'll speak to you all soon. But until next time, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.